0: When you're lost in the darkness, look for the pod. Specifically, the Prestige TV podcast on the Ringer Podcast Network, where we're breaking down every new episode of HBO's The Last of Us. On Sunday nights, grab your battery and join Van Lathan and Charles Holmes for an instant reaction to the latest episode. Then head back to the QZ on Tuesdays for a deep dive with Joanna Robinson and Mallory Rubin. From character arcs to video game adaptation choices, story themes to needle drops, we'll parse every inch of this cordyceps coded universe. Watch out for mouth tendrils and follow along on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes has arrived in IMAX.
2: What a wonderful day!
1: This summer, one movie event will reign. It is our time.
2: They stole my village. I know where they're taking your clan.
1: For your king. never. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13.
2: This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit JiffyLube.com.
0: Welcome to Food News. I'm Juliette Littman. I'm David Jacoby. Let's put 30 minutes on the clock. Yes. 30 minutes. I use the Grubhub app. Do you? Yes. I use it because of this podcast we discussed. You get a year free delivery if you linked it to your Amazon account. I've got to be coming up on my year. So I'm probably going to stop using Grubhub
1: soon. My brain stopped when someone was like, Seamless bought Grubhub. They're the same thing. I was
0: just like, What? I know. It's not fair. I know. I was like, What? Huh? (laughs) Can I get a year of Seamless free now that I know (laughs) my year of
1: Grubhub? It says somewhere, it says like powered by Seamless. But I saw it.
0: I was like, What? This is the same app? Does the same thing? I, it, it does look identical now. Yeah. It's whatever. Okay. Anyway, we're not the only ones using it. Very user-friendly,
1: very user-friendly app. Very
0: easy to order a great from great
1: user interface.
0: Not a lot of security. You don't need to enter your four three-digit nope. code. Just no
1: face order ID.
0: Order right away. And how do we know this? Mason, Mason Stonehouse of Chesterfield Township. He's six. He ordered $1,000 worth of Grubhub a good story. to his home. His father, Keith, gave him his phone to play with. Thought he was playing a game. Yep. And the game was ordering
1: food. <laughs> lots of a variety <laughs> of foods from a variety of restaurants to the home. Uh, the wife was out watching movies with the girls, which I thought was a weird thing to do for mom, but whatever. What? Joey doesn't go to movies with her friends on weeknights.
0: Oh, I thought you meant like the girls like her daughters. Sorry. No, no, Sorry. no, no, no. You, I, was like, I was like, you guys do split up.
1: Yeah. Yes, Sorry. all the time. But the idea that he ordered like four orders of shrimp from a steakhouse, and jumbo shrimp, th- and then got uh, pizzas,
0: shawarma, <laughs> shawarma, chicken pita, yeah, chili yes. cheese fries, I ice love cream, this kid. grape leaves, rice—like a <laughs> very wide variety uh, here. Grape leaves,
1: wildly overrated <laughs> food. Grape leaves are awful. Take them out of my salad. But this Mason like kid, I love what this Mason kid is up to here, and his dad is, end of quote, nine and a half out of 10 on the anger scale at this point, right? (laughs) He does not see the humor in it at all. His dad is livid, goes over to Mason. In the middle of the car, is literally coming in and out of his driveway. Like, delivery people are driving up to the house and having to wait for the other delivery people to pull out of the driveways before they pull in the driveway to to, to give their delivery. And he goes to his son, Mason, when he figures out what's happened. And (laughs) Mason's response is, (laughs) did the pepperoni pizzas come yet?
0: He knew what he wanted, <laughs> Yes. and he did order $439 worth of food from Happy's Pizza, $183 worth of jumbo shrimp. I got to say, Happy's Pizza in Michigan, what a wide variety on this menu. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's like a Greek-owned pizza place. That's all I can I assume. I often
1: go inside pizza places, and I'm like, why is this menu so large? <laughs> why do you have chicken wings on this? You know, why and all these different types of pastas. I'm like, why don't you just make pizza?
0: Leo also they order it from Leo's Coney Island. Also, this is a fun wrinkle. The wife who wasn't home, she owns a bakery.
1: Owns a bakery and they have multiple refrigerators and like stoves.
0: And often have people like, dropping stuff off. So yes. that's why he didn't catch on right away. Yeah, he
1: thought it was just like, oh, this is for her. She's got a gig. So there's some food orders involved. And he was he said that he was nine and a nine and a half out of ten angry. And then the next morning, still he was like an eight. And he said, now I'm around a three. This now guy said, chill out. Keith,
0: chill out. Now it, that they're in the news, I think I would be pretty angry too. Also, I hate wasting food. So what do they do with all Oh of no,
1: it? they put it all, they put it all in the fridge and they invited neighbors over, over, which is insane to me. Like, I don't
0: think they finished it.
1: No, of course There's not. There's no. Way. And also just imagine like you live next door to Keith and Mason and then you get a call. It's like late at night. They're like, come over and eat restaurant food in my house. I'd be like, I'm good. I just cooked. I'm fine. <laughs> so I'm, so your problem, not mine. Gross. Question for you, Juliet. <laughs> yeah. Is it credit card fraud? Can he be? Can he go to the bank and or the credit card and be like, I did not order these. I've been frauded. And then he has to explain that it was his six year old son that ordered from his phone. Is that is that a legit no, claim?
0: that is not fraud, unfortunately. Why not? Because he handed his phone over to his son.
1: And then says, so if I hand you my phone right now and you buy a plane ticket to the Maldives, I'm not paying for that.
0: <laughs> I think you could cancel that. Depends. Well, are you a Delta? Because you can get some really. If you're a Delta flyer, you can make changes mm-hmm. for free. So oh, okay. I'll keep, that me. I'll
1: keep that in mind.
0: Um, yeah, you could cancel, it, but it wouldn't be fraud. I think maybe they can help you get your money back, but I just don't think you can claim fraud.
1: I think you can. If, can, can my wife, can I, if my wife buys something with my credit card, can I say, I have been frauded? Defrauded? Frauded.
0: I think it's, I've been defrauded. Defrauded?
1: <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Defrauded sounds like the opposite. Like I got frauded, and then I got defrauded. They fixed it. I
0: think it's defrauded. We can look it up later. I'm sure people will let us know. Six four six stu one thirty eight. Give us a call. Um, that's a great question. Can I ask you something else? Because I don't have an answer for that. Of course. You know, on open table and Resi, you can only have one order or one run one reservation at a time, like for a given time period, like, you can Mm. only have one Wednesday night dinner reservation. You can't hold two on the same app. Should Grubhub prevent you from having so many orders at once? No,
1: because I've done this before. Mm. It ordered from multiple restaurants just to make everyone happy in the home.
0: But, like, how many is upper limit?
1: Yeah, it should be like a gambling app where it's like, hey, just so you know, you just lost $1,200 on the NFC Championship game. (laughs) Maybe you should, like, look into (laughs) these behaviors.
0: Right. Or, like, with the fifth order, maybe you just gotta do like yes, enter your password. Exactly. Code. Yes. Like, that, you, you there know. should be
1: some parameters. Yeah. Or like, are you sure you want to spend one hundred and eighty three dollars on jumbo shrimp?
0: Also, like in between the hours of like one a.m. and four a.m., like should you have to like hit a button to yes. verify that you actually want to order? Hammered. No, it and should you'll be awake. You'll be awake.
1: It should be a breathalyzer when it test. arrives. Yeah.
0: Because I think that's a common problem of ordering Ooh. food and being asleep when it, by God, the time it those comes. Those are young
1: people problems, but I can yeah. totally see that being a thing. I mean,
0: I, just to be clear, it hasn't happened to me in a long time, <laughs> but, I, but I remember when this used to happen to people and I assume it still does. Probably with more more frequency yeah. because of how easy it is to order in. It.
1: It's so easy to order that a six-year-old just spent over
0: $1,000. It's pretty amazing. I, I also like, I encourage you all to check out the Happy Pizza PDF menu. It's sort of like, it shouldn't really be called pizza. It's like, it's like bowling alley, no bowling food.
1: Bowling alley, no bowling food?
0: Yeah. That's what I think of with like all of this disparate like finger fried foods and pizza. Mm-hmm. Like hmm. like at Bolero, what are you ordering?
1: Same thing every time. Okay. Fries and the gigantic pretzel. And okay. then I get one milkshake. I tell them to put it in three cups. That Kids don't even awesome. know the difference. They're getting one third of a milkshake.
0: This is like pretty similar. They don't have all those exact things, but I think this is pretty similar. Okay. Also, this I would have gotten a stuffed calzone. Why didn't Mason get that?
1: I also like that Keith said, Mason, we're going to take all the money in your piggy bank. Like, how much money was in Mason's piggy
0: bank? <laughs> and how is he getting it? Yeah. <laughs> Do his parents, like, have cash lying around? It's not yes. common anymore. Yeah,
1: my, my kids would pop up with, like, $5 bills. and am like, where, where did you? You stole that from yeah, me. I'm the they... only source of income for you. You're a thief. You did not work for this money. You are a thief, you little thief.
0: Do you carry cash because you have kids? No. Do you just happen to have cash.
1: Yeah, I always carry cash. You're
0: just a cash business kind of man. Yes,
1: I'm the, number one. I'm old. Number two, I tip a lot.
0: Mm, okay, yeah. I, I, when I don't have cash for a delivery person, and I, I don't know if Mason was accounting for tip in the Grubhub app. Oh, but like,
1: yeah. No, they automatically put it in there.
0: Well, if you set it up that way, we yeah. don't know. What, we don't know what his dad was doing, Keith. Yeah,
1: Keith. You never know.
0: <laughs> you never know. Anyway. Great story. Good for Mason.
1: I love Mason. Mason's got good things ahead of him in life.
0: <laughs> Let's move on. What do,
1: do, do these pepperoni pizzas come? <laughs> like, I know that dad, dad, I know. I just spent $1,000 on a bunch of different stuff from a bunch of different restaurants, but I'm really hungry for a pepperoni pizza.
0: Also, the dad, Keith, was like, you know, he he's six. It's not like our 13-year-old yes, did this. it's a good point. But if he's, like, cognizant enough to be like, okay, but, like, where are my pizzas? I think you can hold him responsible. Yes. I think, I think Mason knew and what he all, was doing. And, and,
1: and grape leaves and shawarma and pizza? And shrimp, like, this was a strategy for Mason.
0: (laughs) Shall we move on? Yes. We got a heist.
1: I love this one.
0: We love a happy heist. Do you want to tell the details? I feel like you just love, you love to throw it out. Okay. It's not a heist. Okay.
1: There is a cereal candy thief or thieves or a group in Canada.
0: Canada, Ontario. They
1: stole not one, but two trucks. (laughs) Full of Ferrero Rocher, which we discussed last week, because I was wondering if they were a truffle. Right. They break in the fence of the parking lot in the middle of the night and drive away with the trucks. So they're not just stealing over $300,000 worth of candies. Also,
0: trucks. Grand, the- Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, yeah, and two trucks. <laughs> where, do you, where do you park the trucks? How do you not find them? Is yeah. you, do you remember the movie Carpool that had... um. Roseanne's husband in it? No. Tom What's his face? No,
1: don't remember that, that at all.
0: This is a really good movie. Stolen car. Part of a plot point was they had to like spray paint it right away because otherwise people would know it was the car. A Ferrero
1: Rocher truck <laughs> has got to be pretty identifiable.
0: Yeah. Not only that, there's serial
1: candy theft going on in the same town in the same months. This is the second heist.
0: How is there not a narrative podcast about this? Like this is, this is seriously real true. What crime. What are we
1: doing with ourselves?
0: <laughs> I don't know. Should we go we to should Ontario? Do that. Yes. And investigate? We should,
1: we should, we should definitely do that. This is true crime. I don't care about. Literally.
0: You know. It's a true, it's a crime yeah. and it happened. And, it's and, and, true. Guess what? and
1: it wasn't the, the boyfriend that did it, obviously. Cause it's always the boyfriend.
0: So far, no one's died that we're aware of. Yes. Too. So it's like a bunch. But yet, yet, probably us. If so. we go there.
1: We started, we started turning <laughs> over too many stones. Next thing you know, what happened to that food news show? They're dead. They got killed in Canada. They were—they're were looking at a, a candy crime syndicate.
0: For a second, I forgot that Ontario is Canada. When you said Canada, I was like, "Oh, Canada, Canada!" I forgot
1: Ontario is in Canada. Also, Michigan. outside of Los Angeles, I got really confused one yes, time I went a lingerie airport. football league game. Yeah. Oh, I was like, do I go to Canada for this? I didn't was sign like up for that. That was like a long
0: time ago. I don't think laundry <laughs> football would be approved anymore. Shall we move on? Yeah. See you in Ontario. All right, next. This is just, you know, I, I love science. Have I told you about how much I love National Geographic? Yes. Well, here's, an, here's a story that I'd love to see on National Geographic, not Geo on Disney+, Plus, if you will. Um, archaeologists have found a 5,000-year-old tavern. Tavern. I love this um, in an archaeological dig. They found, uh, in, in Iraq... Iraq. <laughs> they found a, quote, public eating space. Yes. Literally a pub.
1: Yes. And it, it was it was described as, literally, I'm not making this up, the Trenton, New Jersey of its time. <laughs> what? Trenton, New Jersey is involved tra- in this? A train station? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're like, oh, because it was, this town was known for making things. It's like Trenton, New Jersey. I'm like, wow, how is Trenton, New Jersey even part of this? It's with a 5,000-year-old tavern?
0: Also, the... the they found um, food containers that yeah, still had food in food them. Food in them. Incredible containers. Why aren't they selling those? <laughs> yes, for real. 5,000 years, you can still tell there was food in there? Yeah. It's just absolutely incredible. I don't know. I, I think being an archaeologist seems awesome. I, I would love to know more about like what exactly was like the food specimen, because it wasn't like beans that was still around or whatever. I, don't,
1: I have no idea how they could <laughs> tell it was even food.
0: I know it does
1: have a nice layout. It Looks like an open air situation. Yeah, multiple different areas to to gather and eat and drink. It's, I also like that they're calling it a, instead of a restaurant, they're calling it a tavern. A tavern. It's, it's it, everything it's about it says restaurant. It's yeah, like a pub, yeah, yeah. like
0: in like Lord of the Rings, like the way it's like based on like old style, yeah. like an inn where like you stop over overnight and have a pint or whatever yes, and sleep yes. over and then. Move on. Um, maybe I should become an archaeologist. You love heist the way that I love a food archaeology story. So I don't
1: think you should become an archaeologist.
0: Okay. Just subscribe to like a magazine or something.
1: I don't even think you should do that. <laughs>
0: I have the internet. What do I need <laughs> yeah, it for? Exactly. <laughs> this was found by uh, researchers at Penn. So shout out to them. Also, I just want to say that the, the footprint of the tavern, the pub, mm-hmm. pretty small. But I guess people were small in 2700 BC. Wh- people were small? They were. We've we've already had this conversation. People were smaller in 2700 okay, smaller. BC. I
1: don't think people were small.
0: Well, and were they big?
1: You really think the Lord of the Rings is like historically accurate, don't you?
0: Oh, like because of like yes. Frodo. Yes. No, they also have giants. Gandalf's a giant.
1: Gandalf's a wizard.
0: Yeah, he's a giant wizard. He's a giant. I think he's giant. He I mean,
1: looked normal size to me.
0: Maybe just because he was next to the <laughs> the hobbits.
1: Cano's not a giant. But I think he's, he's just, I think he's just like a little tall. He's like a stretch four. You know what I mean? <laughs> a, this stretch not a, four, giant.
0: a stretch four would be absolutely giant in no, 2700 no, I, BC. I, you know what? I'm pushing back on this. Dirk I think Nowitzki, people might technically
1: be smaller, but they're not like half our size.
0: I'm looking it up right Medieval now. Medieval
1: Dirk and Nowitzki. Look it up. See what see what happens.
0: <laughs> average height for a man, 2700 BC. Yes. <laughs> the average height for men around this time, let's see, Egyptians. Five foot six. You're right. Yeah.
1: Okay. Okay. (laughs) I also think, I was thinking this yesterday. It's really weird that we have like before Christ and after Christ time stamps. Well,
0: that's only because of Christianity. That's only because like. I know.
1: It's just, it's really odd. A
0: lot of people don't. In Judaism, they say BCE, before the common era. Oh, really? Yeah. And then I don't know about other religions, but it's, it's very much just a, a, it's, you know. It's
1: odd. It's it's, just odd.
0: It's because of um, missionaries. Shout out to them. Okay, let's move on. (laughs) Next, we wanted to share some positive news. This is really a place where we're on the front lines of um, the recession or the so-called recession. But hey, Chipotle is hiring 15,000 people for, quote, burrito season. Okay, what is burrito season? If you had a name when burrito season was, like, when do you think it would be?
1: Great question. I don't think it exists. It's not a thing. (laughs) Okay, like right now we are in like soup season, right? Yes, very much so. I would say a burrito season does not exist. It's completely made up for this particular article.
0: Yeah, they don't even name a time. They don't. But say they do. What...
1: They say it's the spring. It's, oh, the March. It's March May. Yeah, March, April, May, which is springtime. I don't associate. No, no.
0: I don't think my your body is ever prepared for a Chipotle burrito. It's like, huh. It's like so heavy and so much food. I. I never order a burrito at Chipotle. I, I, I love Chipotle.
1: I love Chipotle. I do order burritos there. It's just like they they need to be stopped. The, I hope these new 15,000 people understand how much shit to put in the tortilla. Because every time I'm like, how are you going to wrap that up?
0: They do it, though. And then it all falls apart. Oh. Well, I don't know, so I don't know. Well, how do you eat it? Do you like dip in chips? Do you like take a bite? No,
1: you enjoy the first few bites and then it completely falls apart and then you're pissed that you got a burrito in the first place and then you use it <laughs> as like a, a, a chip dip.
0: Sure. Well, I, I think going straight to the chip dip, but I get a salad, but I get everything in it. I actually I like veggie, but like that's my recommendation. Get a salad base and then you can still get everything and you don't even need the tortilla. It's still great. It's not a salad. It's, it's just like good. it's just like a burrito on lettuce. It's awesome. I love Chipotle.
1: And I love that they're hiring 15,000 people.
0: Here's the thing about March through May. I think that's like a major, it's like for college campuses and it did start in Denver where there's like a lot of young people. So maybe this is like a very skewed for the young. But like, I would. I, I, I lived down the street from Chipotle when I was in college. It was a big part of my experience. Mm. And I do feel like in happier, warmer times, more interested in Chipotle. And also like, a late night. Food.
1: Well, they've got all the data, so they know when the burritos are most popular. Do you think that they found a soft spot in the, on the calendar and then decided to inject more burrito mm. consumption in that spot or is it truly burrito season because they know that March, April, May are when most burritos are purchased and they're just trying to make that a stronger strong part of the calendar?
0: I think that there's probably a, a post football lull for a lot of foods mm. and, and also a lot of uh, advertising in this space mm. of fast food and fast casual that they're like, okay, we're in. And maybe I, I'm going to be watching the NCAA tournament to see if they have a big ad buy because they also talked about the commercials they're going to be making. So, It's true. Yeah. I mean, all of these like snack foods are building up to the Super Bowl. We got two weeks left for all the snacks.
1: Oh, yeah. We have a big, big episode of Food News next week.
0: Yeah. For the Super I Bowl. I didn't even consider that. I mean, maybe it's just like SnackFest 2K23. 2, 2K23. 2, 2023. I, you, <laughs> Juliet. You, you said it back. Juliet. When you, Ju- when you, you say you, it back. You to explain well, that
1: 2K23 meant 20,023. You, you explain that to me?
0: When you say it back to me, what am I supposed to think?
1: <laughs> I'm so disappointed in you. <laughs>
0: All right, let's move on. Um, you pointed out a trend that I've not picked up on. You've been noticing f- uh, Fireball at your bodega. Yes. And why is that, Jacoby? Okay. The first time
1: I saw it, I was like, oh, they're just illegally selling little nips of Fireball at this bodega, which is not unheard of. You know what I mean?
0: Can I? Can we pause for one second? I have a really important question. Yeah. What are the different sizes of alcohol that they have behind the register at the liquor store that's not like a handle or whatever? Great question. I never know what to say. I'm one like, of them is one? called
1: a fifth. Yeah, one's like yeah. a fifth. Yeah, yeah. What, What's what a is pint? It? I don't know what it is I either. You would know. No, I just, I'm like, that one. <laughs> Me too. <Yeah>. But I <laughs> yeah.
0: want to have the terminology.
1: Yes. And then I, one time I was, I bought three nips of vodka and the lady was like, well, that's exactly the same as this bottle here, but it's cheaper. And I was like, I want the little bottles. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I mean, it just, it feels like I'm drinking less with the little tiny bottles.
0: If you know the different size terminology, please give us a call. Yes. 646-STU-138. I'm,
1: I'm a guess. Shot, fifth, pint, bottle, handle. That's my guess. Okay.
0: But like my local my local liquor store has two different sizes behind the register. Yes. And I just had a point. And, and right, then you say I the think,
1: number seven dollars, eight dollars or whatever. And
0: I think I would sound cooler if I knew kind the of terminology. Of, yeah. Can I have that fifth of yeah. turnoff?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great. Yeah,
0: I'm just making a vodka sauce and I don't need that much. Yeah, I don't think
1: people call them nips either. I think that might be like a like a uh, a New England thing.
0: Um I've like, definitely heard of that. No, I I think it I think a shot is, like, in the glass and yeah. a nip is, like, in the bottle, maybe? I don't know. Give us a call. Give us a call. Let us know. To, or you
1: can go to liquorstore.com as we learned last week. Investigate there.
0: <laughs> Let us know what that. So, okay. they, so anyway, they have them there. Fire, fireball's got nips. at, at I mean, at, there are Fireball nips at the bodega. Yes. And that is because there is a new kind of Fireball being sold that does not have liquor. Whiskey. Does not have whiskey. So it's just malt, the malt beverage, so they can have it, basically like what's off license because in many parts of America, including here in New York, you need separate licenses for beer and Mm -hmm. malt beverages versus liquor and spirits.
1: This was, a couple things. Number one, I went through the fireball phase that everybody else went through like five or six years ago.
0: I didn't really have one.
1: I didn't like it because it was too sweet and they went down too easily Mm -hmm. and they led to hangovers and intoxication. Too too much sugar. Yes.
0: a hangover comes from sugar.
1: Exactly. A hangover fireball equated, I equate with hangovers. Also, malt liquor, I equate with hangovers and my body not feeling good. So, this is just like the double down of terrible things to put inside your body. And they just made them much more readily available. And of course, someone sued because there, there, it says whiskey and Ten other flavors, minutes. not whiskey flavors and other flavors.
0: I would say fireball cinnamon versus Fire, fireball cinnamon whiskey. It's a clear difference. Hmm. So I'm on I'm on Team Fireball for this one, but um, it just sounds gross. Malt beverage and wine with cinnamon. Ugh. Ugh. It's like no. it's like leftovers. No thanks. It's like what I did with the soda a few weeks yeah, ago. Exactly.
1: It's like no. That was funny. That no, one of your most you. gremlin moments. Like, <laughs> nope. What are you doing, Juliet?
0: Nobody wants that. All right, one final story it's some glizzy news glizzy news um i am forever as discussed traumatized by the the glizzy meat spill on the side of the road Mm. so now whenever i see glizzy news i have to bring it to you
1: it's probably the food news story that i think about the most just randomly yeah
0: because the picture was so absolutely disgusting yes
1: Yes. we cannot unsee that
0: i assume nancy pelosi didn't see it because it turns out this is like a little bit of a catch-up but i came to my attention be a business insider today shout to the writer Shout out to the writer. She, this woman, did the Nancy Pelosi diet, which is having a hot dog for lunch every day.
1: Every day. Nancy Pelosi says she has a hot dog for lunch.
0: This woman is named Sophie Kleeman.
1: You and env- The first thing you said when we discussed this pre-show, you were like, that is bullshit. It can't she does be not true. have a hot dog for lunch. Why don't you believe that?
0: First of all, not enough food. Like, have you ever gone to a barbecue and just had one hot dog and been satiated? No. Yeah. So, like, she just has a hot dog, that's it. That's just not enough. Like, mm. is theres there... Is there potato salad is a macaroni salad is there a burger is there a second hot dog like what else is she having also it's so much sodium sounds disgusting every
1: day it's not great for you
0: yeah and like do they have hot dogs at the Capitol every day that's the part
1: that i was most curious about is there a cafeteria where she gets the same thing every day does she get one delivered via grubhub does
0: she have someone on her staff who just like gets her hot dogs and that's what they do also is it grilled is it boiled is it all pork? Is it all? I mean, all beef? beef? Is it beef and pork? Is it a ballpark, Frank? Like, I I just need to know more. Apparently, she also eats a ton of ice cream, like for breakfast. So it sounds like she the, has
1: the ice cream for breakfast. Thing, I just don't believe.
0: Yeah, I don't believe any. of I don't of this. believe any of this. Me why? Is, why is
1: she lying to us? She's in a, in a, in a in a position of power.
0: I don't know. Um, just a personal plug I interviewed Jesse Palmer the host of The Bachelor and also from ESPN of course and um, I was like trying to find I was like so what do you eat while you're hosting the show and like he wouldn't tell me he was like making a joke yeah. he was like you know truffles and I was like no I really want to know like what do you have and he was like just really taken aback and I was like <laughs> I like minutia can you yeah, tell me yes, about the minutia yes. of making The Bachelor anyway if you want to hear that it's on Bachelor Party check it out I'm Jesse Palmer's number one fan
1: he's a lovely man
0: I fucking love him he has the he's greenest, greenest eye. I've ever seen. I it's and I've actually never seen him in person, only on over Zoom twice, and yet I still feel like I was swimming in his green eyes. They're so beautiful. Mm. Should we move on? Yes. <laughs> Let's get into our taste test. Boom.
2: This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. We're not all professional athletes, but we all have health goals. That's why Anytime Fitness gives you access to personalized plans and support from a coach. Plus you can track your training nutrition, and recovery progress with the Anytime Fitness app, just like the pros. With 24-7 access to more than 5,000 gyms worldwide, get more from your gym membership, visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, restrictions, all apply. See website for details. This episode is brought to you by Atlassian. Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence, and Trello help power global collaboration for all teams so they can accomplish everything that's impossible alone. Because individually, we're great, but together, we're so much better. Learn how to unleash the potential of your team at Atlassian.com, dot com. Atlassian. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important
0: Well, after much discussion, we thought we would try it, people. Starry!
1: And you know what? We haven't been fair to Starry. Like, ever since that very first uh, press release, we decided that it fucking sucked. We were just like, we hate this thing. And you know what? We've got a Starry, and we've got a Sprite, and once and for all, we're going to figure out if this new challenger of Sprite's dominance of the lemon-lime carbonated beverage market is worthy.
0: So Starry's really like making a big push. Not yeah, only do are. we talk about it, but they had a commercial during uh, the AFC championship game. And yes. I was like, oh, there's Starry. I didn't like the, the um, branding at first, but I got to tell you, I like it now. Huh. Because that was one of your biggest critiques. Yeah, but I, I now like it. It's so silly. But I, I'm looking at both Sprite and Starry. Starry's got a lot more energy than that very staid Sprite bottle. Mm. Um, before we taste it. Uh, so let these two are
1: Sprite next to me.
0: Okay, great. I only poured one star because I'm rude. Um okay. I'll pour one for you, but let's do a, a ingredient comparison.
1: Okay.
0: Just read them off.
1: Carbonated water, high fructose corn syrup, citric acid, natural flavors, sodium citrate, sodium benzoate, quote in parentheses to protect taste.
0: Okay, so interesting. So
1: 100% natural flavors, no caffeine.
0: So, um this is all the same except the order of benzoate and citroate is different? Mm. And that means that um Sprite like their their quantities are different because you have to list them in order of quantity. Yes. In this bylaw So hmm, a wonderful hmm. we'll taste of difference. Um this is 240 calories. How much is Sprite? Ooh. This is and that's for one full bottle, 20 ounces.
1: Two hundred and thirty. Ooh, diet.
0: Oh, <laughs> nice. Yeah. By the way, I posted about um, a beverage I really like on my Instagram, and your wife responded asking how many calts. Like, she's very much in like she's, the like, yeah, yeah. low-cal natural beverage zone Yeah, she's Yeah,
1: she's a mid, mid, mid-cal, mid-cal. All right, I'm going cal. Starry
0: first. What about you?
1: I'm going to go Sprite.
0: Okay. Cheers. Cheers. It smells good. I haven't had a lemon-lime soda beverage in a long that time. That tasted like Sprite. Starry was good. It has a little bit of a weird aftertaste, a little bit like um, mouthwash. Sprite's better.
1: Sprite is way better. Much
0: better. No aftertaste.
1: Way better. It is this wow. too lemony Starry.
0: I think it has like a, a weird mouthwash taste. Too lemony. Something that doesn't sit right. But I'm having yeah. another sip of Sprite because I liked it.
1: Sprite is great. Mm. Underrated.
0: I do like Sprite a lot. Also, Diet Sprite's really good. It's like tastes very similar.
1: I wonder what uh, the thought process that went behind all of this.
0: I it's, wish I could find I'm Sierra saying, Mist. I, I would like to go back to it and I try like it. I like
1: Starry better than Sierra Mist.
0: Oh, interesting. I don't remember Sierra Mist, but I'm not a lemon lime soda gal.
1: It says crisp, clear burst of lemon lime flavor.
0: You know, it's funny. Sprite packaging gives me that, not Starry. Starry gives me like 1980s arcade.
1: Yeah, it's neon.
0: And and like strange. sort of like a
1: jazzer-sized outfit.
0: Yeah, exactly. Gotcha. Right. Personal food news time. I went out for brunch couple days ago by myself it was a solo brunch love that and i have really taken to avocado toast with poached eggs now that it's like no longer trendy it's just something that i like to eat and every time i order an avocado toast with poached eggs there is far too much avocado on it it's like i have to like Mm. push it off to the side and it's no and then i feel like also several years into this avocado toast trend like the various places that I'm ordering from no longer try to make it a look good or smooth. So like so much work has to be done to actually get this food to be the way that I want it. And I just don't really understand how we got here. This used to be like a real prideful thing to make. Question. Okay.
1: Avocado spread or sliced avocados?
0: Sliced avocado.
1: Ooh, I prefer the spread. Also, this is a, this is a vehicle for hot sauce for me.
0: Not I. I know. I I know
1: you're not a spicy person, but it's a big hot sauce thing for me. For me, me.
0: it's about um, the poached egg and and salt while also having, like, avocado.
1: Also, I'd say eight times out of ten, too much bread. Why not a regular slice of bread? Why do I have this four-inch Texas toast thing underneath my avocados?
0: It's a lot of bread. I just think it's way too much avocado. I think it's because you can't really, like, repurpose avocado unless you're also making guacamole because it goes brown quickly. So they kind of, like, have to give you too much so they can get rid of it. Mm. It's too much. And then just wasting it.
1: Anyway. I also like the avocado toast was all the rage like four years ago, and mm-hmm. you're like, let that sort of wave crash, go back into the ocean. Yeah. Everyone chilled out about avocado toast, and you're like, okay, now I'll dip my toe in the water. Yeah,
0: now I'm ready to be a part of this. I like
1: that. Thank you. I like that. That's just a great strategy. To, I like to be
0: on my own timeline.
1: It's a great strategy. Your turn. I went to go see the play, The Piano Lesson. Oh, great! Which my wife is making a documentary about. Very cool. Shout out to Zoe and Joey. And before that, we went to a restaurant that was suggested by Two the other couple minutes. that we were going with. I knew nothing about this restaurant. Okay. It was a tasting menu. Michelin-starred oh, Korean restaurant. Too much food. Okay, nine courses.
0: Oh, my God. Ridiculous.
1: Let me tell you. Best meal I've had in like a decade. Oh, wow. And what I restaurant was, was it? it was, Should I go? It's called Kochi. Was it expensive? K-O-C-H-I. It was extremely expensive. Mm. And the, it was like the type of food I typically don't like. <clears throat> the, like super snobby, top chef, like... Using gels. Sure. But man, this stuff was so good. Oh, Every really? single dish. How just long did it take? slapped. That's eat. the thing. We told them we were going to the theater. Uh-huh. So we were like, listen, we got to get out by this time. So we gave them credit cards ahead of time. And we're just like, get us in and out.
0: Did you get there at like 530?
1: No. What time no. did you get there? Play started at eight. We got there at like 630.
0: Wow. That's fast for a tasting menu. Yes.
1: It was, a, it was fantastic.
0: Was there a wine pairing? No. Mm. No. Did you have beer? No. Did you have anything to drink? Cocktail. Got it. Huh. Yeah. Okay. Well, that sounds fun. Really good. I went to a, a good tasting menu at this place called Runner Up in Park Slope a couple of weeks ago, which mm. is like a tiny restaurant. They have like eight seats, basically. And it's fun. I recommend it. I like a tasting menu. I, was, I like not having to order sometimes. Yeah.
1: I I like it, but I also, I prefer someone in my group just. Does it?
0: Yeah, because you know I, I mean? yeah like I had to have mint ice cream and I don't like that, but yeah, it's fine. But
1: I call 138 Let us know seconds. pro or anti tasting menu. Hmm.
0: Good one. All right. On that note, let's just do one quick listener food news.
2: Hey Julia Jacoby, this is Justin from Los Angeles. I was just re listening to the recent bachelor party episode in which Juliet and Callie were talking about the most disgusting foods to share. Uh, Juliet mentioned uh, soup and Callie talked about milkshakes. And while both of those are very disgusting to share, I do believe that cereal is the most disgusting food to share, uh, especially a flaky cereal as it gets a little bit soggy. The idea of actually dipping your spoon into somebody else's cereal bowl (laughs) and eating up is probably the most disgusting thing that I could possibly think of. would love to hear your guys' thoughts in this crossover episode. Discussion. Thanks so much for what you
1: guys do. Bye. Oh gosh! Shout out to Justin, Los Angeles. This is a great discussion topic.
0: Thank you. Yes. When
1: I listened to it on Bachelor Party, I was I was I was just enraptured.
0: (laughs) Thank you so much. Yes. Um, Callie and I did discuss it. Shout out to Callie. I was saying I think sharing soup is one of the most intimate things people can do because it's Mm. so disgusting.
1: I mean, top one million, but sure.
0: I think it's, like, top 10. Okay. Um. She said milkshake, especially with her children, because they have, like, so much germs, but she also just, like, accepts it. Yeah. Um. Cereal, I totally get that, but I just think the cereal itself gets more disgusting. So you kind of need to, like, over go at time, your own pace. But, however,
1: like, sometimes if you notice you eat cereal, you kind of, like, lean over the bowl. So you like, Just slurping. in case some, like, stuff falls out of your mouth and into the bowl. Yeah. And the idea that you're eating someone else's sort of, like, Ah, backwash, wa- cereal yeah, backwash. backwash, disgusting. That is disgusting. So I have a, another counter, just some other foods I'd like to bring to the table okay. for this discussion. Number one, ice cream cone.
0: Yes, I that agree.
1: one's tough because I've got the kids. You know what I mean? Sloppy. And like they're like Slobbery. licking it, it's and then out. I'm licking it. It's, it's, it's making like, out. That in- indirectly. is pretty gross. This yeah. is another one that it was. Ice cream cones are so delicious that I can get past the grossness because like ice cream cones can't be gross because I love them.
0: Thinking about it is making me cringe. Oh yeah, a
1: little. oh yeah. Especially if if one of your kids like completely puts the cone, the ice cream part, in their mouth, not just one single lick or bite.
0: Uh, at what on what number date do you feel like you'd be willing to share an ice cream cone with someone? One. Wow, because you, you're just like gonna make out with them anyway.
1: I haven't been on a date in like 22 years. I have no idea what I'm talking about. Can
0: you just try to think about it? Let's pretend you're going on a date.
1: I would buy. <laughs> I would. We would get individual ice cream cones for quite some time.
0: It's, it's pretty I'd rather gross. just have two
1: smalls. You can pick your flavor. I'll pick mine. We don't have to share it. Yeah, no, it's, no, no, no. I'm not doing that. It's gross. That's gross. What
0: happened on The Bachelor was they, sh- they did a Lady in the Tramp style eating of a peanut butter cup and it was absolutely disgusting.
1: Oh, a peanut butter cup? Yeah. Here's another one I'll throw out there. Beef jerky stick. I Because I, I took, me and my son had a beef jerky <laughs> stick and he took a bite, and then I took a bite, and I was like, because the ice cream is so delicious, the, the jerky stick is, like, kind of gross in its, in its own right. Mm-hmm. And then he's taking a bite, and then he's like, hey, Dad, do you want a bite? And I was hungry, so I took it, but it's just kind of like, ugh. Like, I could see his little teeth marks on it.
0: It was gross. I don't think that one's that bad. It's not as slobbery, so it doesn't bother me as much. I think it's really when you have, like, a, like a kind of a, a melty or, like, a liquid that you're that you're eating, not drinking. It's just gross. Justin, this was a great question. It's a great question. We're gonna keep thinking about How it. How do you
1: feel about like sharing hummus? Someone takes a bite of celery and then goes back and, and double dips. Fine, I'm fine with it too. People freak out about that kind of stuff. I'm like,
0: no double dipping. I, yeah, I'm it's fine.
1: like, what are we talking about here?
0: Here's two things that I don't care for that are both one's really relevant to this podcast and one's not relevant at all. But I just thought of it. Ooh,
1: let me guess which one's which afterwards. Okay,
0: I don't care double dipping. I have no problem with. Carry on, do your thing, do whatever. Your thing. Illness shaming. Post COVID, people are like, "Ooh, you've got a you've got a cough, or you sound congested. Please don't come to the bar or like this group gathering." I'm just like, I'm not into illness shaming. Like people just get sick.
1: I'll make the decision.
0: When when was there ever the expectation that you would never ever feel under the weather? Like that's just so outrageous, and I just feel like it happens all the time now.
1: I definitely got two more cups because I didn't want to share the Sprite or with you because you have the sniffles.
0: All right, whatever. But you didn't shame me, so I'm fine with that. You were just, you just ensured your own comfort yes. without having to like put it on me. Yes. So thank you, Jacoby.
1: No problem. You're Moreover, fine.
0: thank you, Justin. And thank you, Mike Wargon and Ronick Nair for producing this episode. We'll be back next week with a Super Bowl 2K23 big, spectacular. Big 2K23.
1: I don't think you can say Super Bowl, I think it's illegal.
0: I think you can say it.
1: Like the big game. Yeah, the big game. <laughs> the big game. The big game. The big we'll, we'll have a game. We'll have a, a big podcast about the big game.
0: We're going to have the biggest seven-layer dip, the biggest game there is.
2: This episode is brought to you by State Farm.